As we start our service this morning, I've chosen a verse from Psalm 149, and uh, we don't quote verses like this very often, but I think we need to. Here it is, Psalm 49, it says, Praise the Lord, sing to the Lord a new song. His praise in the assembly of the saints. Let Israel rejoice in their maker. Let the people of Zion be glad in their king. This is a psalm of exuberance. Let them praise his name with dancing and make music to him with tambourine and harp. For the Lord takes delight in his people. He crowns the humble with salvation. Let the saints rejoice in this honor and sing for joy on their beds. And so we're looking forward to um, what we're going to do in terms of worship this morning. Let's just bow for a word of prayer. Father, we've gathered in this place this morning to worship you and to learn from you. And Lord, I just pray that your peace and your blessing would rest upon this auditorium this morning. I pray your peace and your blessing upon every one of us here. Uh, and Lord, as we hear from the young people, I thank you for their faith. I thank you for their testimony. I thank you for their vibrancy and their courage in coming here to do this. And Lord, may they just not just minister to us, but minister together with us as we praise your name and as we hear from you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Now, I inflicted upon you as Emmanuel Baptist Church, I inflicted you with bluegrass music, and I have been doing that for a number of years. Now, now some of you enjoy that, other of you tolerate it, and, and some people maybe gag at it. But I'm going to, to give you a musical treat this morning, uh, and that is that, that Andrew Russell is here. Andrew is the son of Bob and Joanne. He's the program director at Torch this summer, and Andrew's thing is rap. And um, regardless of what you may think of it, I've asked Andrew to do a rap here this morning. So Andrew, come minister to us through this uh, different genre of, of music, but hey, I know it's going to be good. Perfect. Hello. Good morning, everyone. How is everyone doing this morning? Doing good. Um, as Bill said, my name's Andrew Russell, and I'm, I'm just blessed to be able to uh, be asked to be a part of this youth service today. I kind of think I'm kind of a youth still, so... Um, and I'm going to do a song for you today. Um, this song is called Famine. I wanted to do a song pretty much about uh, so many people I see around me in the hip-hop culture, in the rap world, that are just empty. And just in, in, in our world, there's so many people that are just unsatisfied and they try to fill themselves with things like drugs and alcohol and whatever it may be. But as we know, that satisfaction only comes in the Lord Jesus Christ, right? And so I wrote this song, and it, it talks about various things about uh, famine. When you usually think of famine, you think of food. But it talks about spiritual famine. It also talks about kids who may not be getting love from their parents, that type of famine, that emptiness. So I'm going to share the song. The words are going to be up there. Uh, before I share the song, a verse that kind of goes along with it is Psalm 63, uh, verses 1 to 5. I'm just going to read that for you quick. Oh God, you are my God. I earnestly search for you. My soul thirsts for you. My whole body longs for you. In this parched and weary land where there is no water, I've seen you in your sanctuary and gazed upon your power and glory. Your unfailing love is better than life itself, how I praise you. I will praise you as long as I live, lifting up my hands to you in prayer. You satisfy me more than the richest feast. 
I will praise you with songs of joy. And as uh, Bill said as well, me and my wife are programming directing at uh, Torch Trail, which we're just honored. And we appreciate all your prayers for, for Torch Trail and for all the camp ministries. And I think about all the kids that are going to come, and they're famished. They're empty. A lot of these kids may be abused. We just heard this week we've been blessed to have uh, 72 kids are going to be coming throughout the summer from Deshambo Lake uh, Reservation. And that's a huge answer to prayer. But we need, we need prayer. We need help to be able to fill these kids, to give them the word of God, which will satisfy them. So I'm going to do this song for you and hope that you enjoy and read the words. Where is it? <clears throat> Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you satisfy, that our world may be empty, but you're the one that fills us up. Thank you for the word of God. Yeah. So many starving for truth and starving for life. Instead of putting it off, I'm about to start it tonight. Fight about to take flight as I shed this light. People need to know the reasons why I rhyme and I write. The mass is a clashing from the economic crash. Whole reason we're in this mess, cause we worship the cash. Dollar sign, God is dreaming of the camera's flash. Now even the millionaires are broke with no stash. That dough won't last, universe is too vast. Like a sickened sailboat with no rudder, no mass. We fear terrorists and nuclear blasts. Too many people don't move on cause they're stuck in the past. Kids overseas without a single breadcrumb. Adolescents in India, big for changing the slums. Christians sitting in our churches waiting for Christ to come. Right now is the time we need to show the sun. Famine in so many ways, people with so many needs. Woods need some healing, open mouths that we need to feed. People carry burdens, they need to be free to see growth in our crops. We have to plant seeds. Famine in so many ways, people with so many needs. Wounds that need some healing, open mouths that we need to feed. People carry burdens, need to be free to see growth in our crops. So we kept the plan seed. Take a look at your city and all the pain you see. People chain the idols, modern day slavery. We're the ones who can help lead them to the key. Helping those enslaved finally break free. Use this music for ourselves or for the spotless lambs. Shine like a beacon and we never hide our lambs. We are sealed by the king so our futures are snapped. In the army of God, we march with angels and camp. Wars rapidly tearing the whole world apart. War of the minds and with minds and bombs in the heart. Fire of the spirit first has to start with the spark. Then before you know it, our eyes will see through the dark. Young ones who are starved for the parents' attention. Abuse and pain stir up a lot of dissension. Stress over work fills the whole house with tension. A loveless child whose name is barely mentioned. Famine in so many ways, people with so many needs. Wolves that need some healing open mouths. We need to feed people carry burdens. They need to be free to see growth in our crops. We have to plant seeds. Famine in so many ways, people with so many needs. Wounds that need some healing, open mouths that we need to feed. People carry burdens, they need to be free to see growth in our crops, yeah. In a famine, only he can fill the void. Need to bring love and food to the girls and boys. Renew the brokenhearted, where pain's destroyed. Christ's eyes on the world, let us spread his joy. Yeah, it starts with us, how we live our lives. How we speak to our peers, how we treat our wives. When we inject in our eyes, pouring new our minds. Whether we are truly real or we wear a disguise. All over the world, people need Jesus Christ. No more religious prisons, they 
just need a change in their life, a God-shaped hole. Only He can fill just right. No more sitting on our hands. It's time to stand up and fight and invade this world of cultures. They're crying out for answers. Administer the medication against these evil cancers. Going forth into a world where the swords and their banners left His name high, proclaiming that He's the only answer for the famine in so many ways. People with so many needs, wants and needs of healing. Open mouths, we need to feed. People carry burdens, they need to be free to see growth in our crops. We have to plant seeds. Famine in so many ways. There's people with so many needs. Wants and needs some healing. Open mouths that we need to feed. People carry burdens. Need to be free to see growth in our crops. We have to plant seeds. Famine in so many ways. People with so many needs. Wants and needs some healing. Open mouths that we need to feed. People carry burdens. They need to be free to see growth in our crops. We have to plant seeds. Famine in so many ways. People with so many needs. Wants and needs some healing. Open mouths that we need to feed. People carry burdens. They need to be free to see growth in our crops. We have to plant seeds. Lord Jesus, I just thank you for the opportunity, Lord, to spread your word. We just pray for all the camp ministries, Father. All the camp ministries that are just there to, to serve, Father. We just pray the word of God goes out in this dry and parched land. And we thank you that you're so good to us and that you satisfy, Lord Jesus. Amen. Thank you. Thanks, Andrew. Appreciate that. All right. James, Daniel, Reese. Uh, Daniel, you didn't bring your wife. I want to introduce... Where's your wife? She's back there. All right. Uh, let me introduce these people to you. Um, James and Karina Witherell. Um, James is a youth and associate pastor at the Alliance Church. And... Wally, and where's Barons down there? And this Daniel Cole, and sorry, I forgot your name again. Anna? Cole. <laughs> Youth pastor at the Alliance Church. Uh, yes. Brain dyslexia. And um, Reese <laughs> and Janelle, where is Janelle? Croker, uh, these are, this is <laughs> Lewis and it's only going to get worse, eh? <laughs> so uh, they are the uh, uh, Emmanuel component to our Nippu and youth group. So glad to see all of you here. And I am turning the service over to them. Whatever happens from here on in is not my fault. But, <laughs> but uh, I, no, I, I want to bless this. I, I want to say that, that we are behind this youth group. When Kathy and I were young people, I know that's a few years ago, but we had a, we had a pastor that, that, that believed in us, that supported us. We had a, a church that shook their heads at us sometimes, but they, they stuck with us over the years, and we're so grateful for that. So, Reese. My friend, my brother, you're on. His other name is Daniel, by the way. If you look in the phone book, it's Daniel Lewis. So. Yeah. Good one. <laughs> yeah. Daniel's my first name. Reese is my middle name, for those of you who didn't know that. Um, could, I, could I actually just get all the youth group to stand up, just so you can you know, stand up and turn around and just say, hey, just so you can see faces, because 
you usually only see the kids from the church that, but yeah, and there's some more back there. <laughs> well, um, at the youth group, we're all about, um, all about Jesus and the word of God and fellowship. And uh, Daniel, you should come up here for a second. Hey, Cody, you should come up here. Um, it's, it's so cool to have the whole youth group here, and um, I'm, I'm very excited. <laughs> uh, speaking, speaking of fellowship really quick, these guys have something they should do that you should watch. So, hey, you should, yeah, you should come up on the stage here. Okay, so check it out. This is a demonstration that you guys will all have to try to repeat later. <laughs> hey, Daniel. Oh, hey, Cody. <laughs> so everybody find a partner. At, no, I was kidding. Just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> but, but would you please just stand up, just shake some hands, say hi to everyone around you, and uh, say good morning. Five. Oh, there we go. Um, I'm going to read some scripture, just uh, Psalm 27, verses 4 and 5, and then I'm going to let the music people take over. Uh, One thing I ask of the Lord, this is what I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. For in the day of trouble, he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will uh, will hide me in the shelter of his tabernacle and set me high upon a rock. Thanks, Peter. I'm going to invite you all to stand with us again. I know you just sat back down, but we're going to sing together, and I'm pretty sure you'll for sure know this first one anyway. Blessed be your name. Please sing along with Jordan.
time has come, still my soul will sing your praise unending. Ten thousand years and then forever. Holy name and sing. 
move, I'll stand. Father, thank you that you are worthy of all our praise. God, as we are able to fellowship this morning, as we're able to praise your name, God, I pray that you would search our hearts, that you would make us right before you, and that we would remember that we are your children. God, um, thank you that you can give us the strength we need to live the kind of lives that you've called us to. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. But I'm going to ask the, uh, the team to stay up here for a minute because uh, we had several special requests for uh, a song that we, we personally like to do, um, but we know that I think the kids would enjoy it as well. So if you are a kid or you just think you are, um, please, if you'd like, you can come down, sit somewhere near the front. This song is called Romans 16:19, and uh, it involves some um, vertical actions. Um, it's not jumping, it's uh, stomping actions. Let's call it that. <laughs> okay, maybe it's jumping. Okay, you ready? You guys can stand for, if you, you could stand if you want. I know you've probably been standing for a while, but you young whippersnappers, you better get off, off your seats. There you go. Take it away.
Yeah. <laughs> Little tiny taste of camp. Again. Now, if you kids are up here, sit somewhere right here in the front row because you'll want to see what's coming up next. Music team, you can have a seat too. Hello? Testing, is it good? Right on. Okay. Well, we're gonna let the older kids stay here today, and we're gonna pray for the younger kids so that four, no, two to sixes can go out to kids zone today. <laughs> Not right now, okay? <laughs> so let's pray and thank God for the treasure that he gives us. All right? Dear Jesus, thank you so much for the best gift that you give us, the gift of your love, and help us to, to store up those kind of treasures in heaven and um, help us to love others and um, be like you. Pray for these kids that, that they would grow in their time at Kids Zone and bless the teachers as well. In your name, amen. All right, so the twos to sixes can go to their class, and the rest of you can join us for the rest of the service. I'm going to ask the music team to come up again. Um, and the ushers to come forward. I see some ushers up there. Fantastic. Good job, Taryn. The, the passage about storing up your treasures in heaven is out of Matthew chapter 6. A lot of people ask me, uh, what's your favorite verse? And I, I have no idea. Uh, I always flip-flop. But I do know what my favorite chapter is, and that's Matthew 6 for several reasons. One is it, it's the one that has the Lord's Prayer in it where we, we learn when Jesus teaches how to pray. And, and besides that, um, we learn about not worrying and not storing up treasure in heaven, but making sure that, that God's kingdom comes first, and God will look after us, and that's why we don't need to worry. Anyway, uh, we'd like to share with you a song after I pray for the offering um, that, that is about that. It's called Your Love is Strong, and it's, it's most of the words are, well, a good chunk of the words out of Matthew 6, and uh, we'd like to share it with you today. So I'm just going to pray, and uh, I'll let the ushers do their thing. Heavenly Father, thank you so much that your love is strong and that no matter uh, what comes our way, if we are taking time to store up real treasures, the things that really matter, and we put them into your hands for your use, God, then you keep that, that stuff up there in heaven. You, you are the one who preserves us and blesses us and provides all we need. And God, we thank you that we don't have to worry about today or tomorrow because you are in control, and we can trust you and know that you are good. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.
Heavenly Father, you always amaze me. Let your kingdom come in my world and in my life. You give me the food I need to live through today. And forgive me as I forgive the people that wrong me. Lead me far from temptation. Deliver me from the evil one. I look out the window, the birds are composing. Not a note is out of tune or out of place.
music team, you can have a seat. Um, at this time, I'm going to ask Abby. Come on up. Abby is one of our grade 12s. She's graduating this year, and we're really excited for her. And we want her to give a chance to share just a little bit about what God has been doing in her life lately. Yep, go for it. I'm on, awesome. Cool, I got something prepared because I'm not very good talking on stage, so if I seem nervous, it's because I am. <laughs> um, so first of all, uh, hello. If you don't know me, my name is Abigail Anderson. Um, I'm 18 years old, and I'm finishing up grade 12 this year. Um, I'm the oldest of four children to James and Andrea Anderson, and I've been very fortunate to have grown up in a Christian home. Um, and for the majority of my life, I've been surrounded by Christian people. Um, I'm very blessed for that, and uh, that's where I am now, and it's helped me to get there. Um, I would like to share a little bit of what God has been doing in my life this past year, and a bit of what uh, he's going to be doing in the future, I think. Um, just about a year ago, I was baptized in my church. I felt that God was leading me to follow in obedience to him, and it was a necessary step to further my faith and acknowledge the great gift Jesus has given to me. This past year has probably been the most eye-opening to me. Um, I've been trying to figure out who I am in Christ and um, how God is wanting to use me in his kingdom. And I feel that God has been showing me many things this year. Um, one in particular would be leadership. As I am one of the senior youth, I feel that I've had to be somewhat of a role model um, to some of the younger ones. Um, I'm so thankful to be given the opportunity to be a part of the worship team at my church as well as being involved in the youth band. I really enjoy playing music and it's one way I can worship God and have fun doing that as well. Um, next year, I will be attending NBC and for those who do not know what that is, that's the National Broadcasting Company. <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. Um, I will be attending Nippon Bible College next year for my freshman year. I feel God has called me there and I'm really excited to study his word. I hope to build relationships with others, but most of all, my relationship with God. And maybe I'll find a husband along the way. We'll see. <laughs> um, so I can't wait for that to happen. <laughs> not, not, I'm just kidding. <laughs> also, I'm really excited because, um, if you didn't know, I grew up on campus till I was 12, and so it's basically like my home, away, a little ways from home. Um, yeah, and as far as that, God has shown me that he cares for me, and I don't need to worry, and that he's always there um, in hard times, hard struggles, um, and I don't need to worry about that, and I just need to look for him. And before I finish, I'd like to share a little verse with you. Um, I got it from the NIV translation, that, if you want to know that. Um, Jeremy, or Jeremy, no. Jeremiah 29, 11. Um, for, I have, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plan to, plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you, to give you hope and a future. Thank you. Thanks, Abby. We have had a tremendous privilege of being able to, to work with these youth and uh, with other people as well. Um, and formally, we wanted to thank you parents and uh, other people who maybe aren't the parents of the youth in the youth group, but who people who are praying for us, who are thinking of us, and uh, just just bringing the youth 
to God in your prayers. And, you know, it's, it's just tremendous. And we, we've seen such a change in, in particular this last year. And uh, in a minute, I'm going to ask some, some people to share a little bit of a highlight. But for me, uh, the, the short of it was um, just watching everyone grow in so many tremendous ways. I'm very proud of these guys. And it's like having a whole pile of teenagers. <laughs> so I, hopefully I'll be all uh, ready by the time Wally gets older. We'll see. He's pretty wild already. Um, actually, at this time, I'm going to ask Reese and Janelle to come up here. Um, I'm hoping all of you here would know Reese and Janelle. Uh, <laughs> Reese and Janelle Croker? Yeah. I, I have had the tremendous opportunity of being afflicted with these two for a very long time. Um, they, they are always there when you need them, and I know uh, you guys have been blessed by them and, and the servants' hearts that they have. And we are just fantastically appreciative of the work that they do with our youth. If I'm ever uh, delayed or in trouble or need something done, these two are just, okay, we'll do it, bow. And so they're awesome. I just needed to say that. You want to say something too? Sure. Yeah, um, yeah well, just kind of echoing what James said, we're, we really appreciate your prayers as a church and your support. Um, whether, you know, whether you see the youth group much or not, we appreciate your prayers. And we would, that's something we would just ask that you continue to pray for us, um, continue to pray for these youth, and, and yeah, just the, the growth that we've seen in them, and uh, even being able to put on this service and to do this service with you guys is something that um, a year ago I think would have been quite a bit more difficult, but because of the amount they've grown, it's, you know, it's easy for lots of these guys just to come up and, and do this, so we're really proud of them. That's all. But I brought a cordless so we could pass oh, fantastic. it. fantastic. Now, we, we, do, we do want to, uh, oh, you know what? We're going to do that first. Hey, Bill, are you still here? Come on up. You can bring your wife, too. That'd be fine. Um, we are, are very thankful for the uh, pastoral leadership that we have in this town here. And uh, just the other week, we had the opportunity to make a few tokens of appreciation slash prayer for, uh, for, for some of our pastoral people in the community who we've been praying for and thinking of. And so here, we made you a card. Yeah, you, you guys, we, uh, I know pastors and pastors' wives are often um, doing a lot of stuff in the background that we don't notice and upholding the rest of us in prayer and yeah, you guys rock. Oh, and if you see on the front of the card, we, we made you a new bike there because we know your old ones. It's, it's on the on the front there because we know your old ones kind of going. So, yeah. <laughs> I think you're the stick man. I'm going to ask my wife to come up really quick. We we just really shortly. I've already done my bit, but uh, I want to give each of them a chance really quickly just tell you a, a simple highlight about something that they've seen God doing in the youth this year and uh, we wanted to share that with you today well I'll go because I'm holding the mic I guess <laughs> um, it's it's really neat to be able to to see you guys every week you know it's not just like a, you know 
see you once once a month and or once every other month or something and like hey how's it going you know to see you every week and um to see the ways that you you change and grow and it's it's really cool um and you guys are a big a big blessing to Janelle and I I know it's really cool to be able to to hang out and and uh watch you guys grow Um, some of the highlights for me are specifically in growth is the times of prayer that we've had before Bible study, just getting together and praying for each other around the circle. That's really cool. And often the prayers that somebody prays for me are just what I, what I need right then, too. So thank you, guys. And um, also I've been encouraged by the, the spurring on of reading the Bible that you guys have done this year bring each other and reading them. So, way to go. I guess I'll say one quick thing, too. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I was thinking about how, about if I ever felt like I needed, like I was called to a different location or I had to move. And the, the biggest thing that for me was, like, really hard and really broke me up was, was like, then I wouldn't get to see you guys every week. Uh, twice a week, and that was like, actually, I couldn't believe how, how sad that made me, and so for me, one of the just highlights is, is getting to be your guys' friends, and just hanging out with you guys week after week, so. Uh, yeah, definitely one of my highlights has been, like, yeah, just getting to hang out with my friends two or three times a week, which most of my friends, I hardly ever get to see anymore, because they don't live here. So that's really special. And then another highlight of the year, um, Daniel and I had the opportunity to take some of the youth on a few youth retreats this year. And for me, that's always really special because it's like a few days at a time where I get to be with them the whole time and just talking and getting to know them. And it's just always a good time for seeing them um, grow and experience God in a new way. Well, I haven't been involved in youth as much as I would like to be, um, namely because I have two children, and sometimes they get a little bit crazy when we take them to youth, and then, they, then we cannot get them to bed until midnight. So it, it's kind of like, oh, do we, do we go to youth or do we let them sleep? <laughs> so, but whenever we are around the youth, I have been so amazed at how, how they just take Wally, and they just love him. And they just do things with Wally, and it, yeah, it's really special to see because he gets all these big brothers and sisters that not every kid gets, you know. And um, the other thing that I've been really impressed by, and is, is just the the gel that is in in the youth group. And you know, um, I am a missionary kid, and same with James, and we would um, we would be. And same with Harmony, same mission. Um, we, would, we would often be spread apart. And then whenever we would get together for conferences, we'd, we'd, it'd be like we were best friends. And then we'd, we wouldn't see each other for another year. And we'd come back and best friends, that kind of a thing. And that's the kind of thing that I see in the youth group. Now they don't have the separation that we used to have. And so I think they're even tighter friends than what 
what we were as kids. So, it, yeah, I, I'm really thankful that you guys can have that because not every youth group has that. I guess one last thing I will say is that specifically, like each, each one of these youth that you're seeing here today or who are involved, there, there's a history behind how they ended up here. Um, if you'd gone to any of them like a year ago and said, hey, could you come up onto the stage? They'd be like, no. And, and there was a lot who would be like, hey, would you mind praying in a group? No. Like, it's just, they were so freaked out. There's no way they were ever going to do it. And yet today, here they are, like, and, and I mean, Jordan, Jordan even started that song, singing. Good job, man. And, uh, and Abby was up here playing guitar. I mean, all these people have spent hours and hours and hours uh, practicing and, and getting... And, and being hounded by James. And being hounded by me. <laughs> and uh, it's just exciting to see them stepping up all as leaders. And, and I, I'm really excited about that. We've got our last couple songs to sing before uh, Daniel shares with us some of the word this morning. So music team, come on up, and uh, you can stand with us when we sing. By no means is life always easy or always uh, filled with richness. Sometimes days are ordinary and things are hard, but we need to remember that even in those times of feeling like we're in the wilderness or, or in a desert, God can be our strength and our refreshment. So why don't we stand together as we sing the desert song. Prayer in the back. 
Father, thank you that you are our treasure. And that, God, as we seek your face and seek your kingdom first, you will show us the things that really matter, the things that are timeless. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. And I'm going to ask Daniel to come. I'm actually going to use the handheld in case I wander a little bit. I'll try not to do too much, but that's okay, Sarah. Yeah. All right. I just want to start by saying it it's it's such a cool honor to to have this opportunity as as a youth group and as a youth pastor myself just to come and and hopefully bless you guys. I hope you are blessed by today, and I hope that uh, what I have to say resonates with your hearts a little bit this morning. Uh, so why don't I just start with a little word of prayer. Lord, I pray that you would, um, Lord, that you'd bless, bless what I say. Lord, that I would speak your words today. And that, I, that my, my mind and my words wouldn't get in the way of what you have to say. Lord, I pray that you would uh, bless the ears of those who listen. And Lord, help us to hear from you this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so James did most of the... Uh, kind of communicating with Pastor Bill about the service, and I think he, I think James told me that you guys are usually used to being out around 1.30 or so, so I have lots of time this morning, to, which is perfect, because I've got just pages and pages here, no, I'm, I'm planning on being short today because we wanted to give the youth as much opportunity to, to do kind of their things as possible, so I don't have a real long word today, but I hope that you'll be blessed, and I hope it will speak to you. Um, as you may have noticed, we're talking from the puppet show from Matthew chapter 6 and from verses 19 to 21. So if you have a Bible, you can turn there. Matthew chapter 6, verses 19 to 21. And I'll read that in a moment. I'll give you a few moments to get there. All right, Matthew chapter 6, 19 to 21 says... Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And so James and I, a couple, well, about just over a week ago now, we're kind of praying and trying to decide where we should be speaking from today, and that was the passage that I guess stood out to us was from Matthew 6. And so I don't know about you, but I have, I have treasure in my life here on earth. Um, I don't have pirate treasure, although I wish I did. And if any of you have any pirate treasure, you should show me later. But I have other kinds of treasure. And one of the, one of the things as I, I mean, I'm not very old, but as I get older, I'm, I know I'm not very old. But as I get older, I've, I've noticed Anna and I bought a house about two years ago, and I'm realizing how quickly even that house is becoming a treasure. Uh, we live in the house with the yellow door, so if you know where that is. And I know there's lots of dandelions, and the, I'm not finished doing the siding, and our fence is falling over in the back, and we've got some issues. But, but that house to me is a treasure in lots of ways. And, and I, I realize this actually... One week ago today, I was talking with a friend, and 
he kind of got on this rant about how, as a church, we need to go back to the early church days. And he was talking about in Acts chapter 2 where the, the followers of, of Jesus were selling all their property and selling their possessions to give to the poor. And as he said that, the first thing I thought of was, boy, I don't get very excited about selling my house and giving the proceeds away or giving the proceeds to the church even. And, I mean, if you want to this morning to sell your house and give the proceeds to Emmanuel Baptist, I'm sure Pastor Bill won't complain. But, but it's not something for me that I, I you know, I was, and I was excited about. It. And I realized right then that, that if, and I'm not saying that we should sell our houses and give to the poor, just to clarify that. But I realized right then that, you know, how, how far am I willing to go to, to serve God and what, what possessions do I own and what things do I have that, that I'm not willing to completely surrender to God? And you might be quite a bit different than me this morning. You might not have anything that, you know, you might be completely open to, to you know, everything you have is God's and you realize that. But I realize in my own life that there are certain things that I think I kind of hold on to a little tightly. Um, so as I, as I was reading from Matthew 6 and, and preparing, and this message actually felt kind of heavy for me. And maybe for you it won't feel heavy at all because this isn't an issue for me, maybe, or for you. Maybe it's just me. But I, I, I began to realize the things in my life that, that maybe I haven't completely surrendered to God. And I think surrendering things to God can be a little bit scary. There's, a, there's an element of fear that comes with that. And that's actually, it talked about later on in the chapter, so, if, so you can read that later. Um, but it can be a little bit scary, and because when we surrender things to God, we're, we're ultimately saying, God, all I have is yours, and so you can do whatever you, you know, whatever you please with it. I just want to be your, your servant. And I was, as I was thinking about my treasures, and the reason we maybe collect treasures, whether physical or, or you know, sometimes our treasures aren't even physical... I, I began to think of reasons why we do it, and, and I think it all came down to one thing for me. Um, you know, some of it's for happiness or for, you know, for having fun or for feeling secure or, you know, just emotionally it makes us feel better to have these things. But I think you know, ultimately it comes down to our desire to be comfortable. And when we, when we have control of the things that we have, it makes us feel comfortable. So for me, sometimes it feels, it feels comfortable to, you know, have a, have a bigger TV. That was one of the things that we wanted. And that was, uh, you know, brought joy to, you know, to have this big TV and I can see it better. And, you know, just these different little things. And, as, and I think about the things I have, and then I wonder, you know, there's people in our very community who don't even have enough food to eat. There's people, you know, just... In, in Nipawin, there's kids who, who go to school hungry, yet I really want to have really nice stuff. And, and I was really torn because how, in, how important is that nice stuff for me? How important is feeling comfortable versus helping those in need and being a blessing to those in the community? 
because it's actually there's you know it's really easy to to provide for the people in our community there's there's different you know we could we could give money to kids first or to the you know the different ministries in town and different people who are who are fulfilling those needs or for myself I could you know I could buy a new Xbox which I did that a couple months ago but we we have these choices and do we want to be a blessing to our community or do we just want to sit in our comfort um can I get a couple of youth to come up? Actually, three. Three youth. Three of our youth. You can just come up. Abby and Jordan are coming. One more. Only you guys are feeling chicken today. Okay. Uh, Tyrell, you're up. Okay, who wants to hold the whiteboard? Okay, Jordan's holding the whiteboard. Who wants to play? We're going to have two people playing in this game. We have uh, one person is going to represent God. And one person is going to represent a person. So who wants to be God and who wants to be the person? Well, white, you know, represents... There you go. You're God. Oh, wait. I need the marker. Person needs the marker. So this is Tyrell. He's just a regular person. And this is his marker. And Tyrell really loves his marker. Like, he doesn't have a single thing worth more to him than this marker. This is his treasure. But... God actually wants Tyrell to use his marker for something specific. And so, Tyrell, what I need you to do is just, I just need you to hold on to that marker as hard as you can. And Abby's going to be God. And you are going to, you just, I just need you to write, you know, you can just write your name on this whiteboard with the marker. And Tyrell, you can, I mean, you can kind of go along with it, but don't let Abby take the marker completely. You just got to hold that. So, Abby, you can write your name on the whiteboard. Yep, Tyrell, don't let go. Hold, well, don't even cooperate. You're, that's your marker. Hold it tight. There you go. Abby, write your name. There we go. Here we go. This is called partnership. <laughs> so there we go. There's Abby's name, if you can. That's pretty good, actually. And that actually looks like a, um, an upside-down alpha symbol. Anyways, so... That's kind of what sometimes we, sometimes I think it looks like for us when we're gripping our stuff so hard that God can't get, you know, God has something he wants to do with that and we're, you know, this is mine. Because alternately, say God wanted to use the marker and you just gave God the marker. There you go. Write your name, Abby. Boy, this is easy. And I realize the demonstration is a little bit flawed because they should be writing it together, which is kind of hard. You guys know sit down. And... I'll take this, put this back here as a visual cue. But sometimes we, we grip our stuff so tightly that, that, you know, God might have something in mind for that, um, or I think specifically of money. Where's my wallet? Do I have any money? I do. Okay, here's a $50 bill. I know. <laughs> and now I have everybody's attention. If you weren't paying attention before, you are now. Here's a $50 bill, and we can choose with our, with our money if we're going to make this treasure or if we're just going to make this a $50 bill that God's, God can use. And it's all, it's all in how we, you know, how we posture ourselves with it. You know, I can say, I can, this is plastic money, so you can crumple it up into a ball. And I can hold that in my fist, 
and I can say, God, this is my money, and I'm going to do whatever I want with it because this is mine. Right? Or, no, I'm not going to give it away. This is the only $50 I have. <laughs> or I can hold it, I can hold it out and I can say, God, I realize that, that this $50 that you've given this to me, this is a gift from you. And, and I'll, I'll use it. But if there's something specific you, you know, you have for this money, then I want, to, I want to spend it on those purposes. You know, if there's somebody who needs this $50, then I want them to have it. And I am serious about that, I guess. But, but it's, it's in how we're posturing ourselves before God. And it's the same with every, everything we have. Are we going to make it a treasure? Or are we going to make it something God can use? Um... One more quick thing. I think when in Matthew 6 here, when Jesus is talking, he's not, he's not only talking about physical things. Um, because the two kind of different topics he just has talked about, the first one is prayer, and the second one is fasting. You can go back, you can read chapter 6 later if you want. But what Jesus teaches, he says, that we shouldn't be like the hypocrites, who when they pray, they go, they go to the street corner, and they pray loudly for everyone to see, and they look really magnificent. Jesus says, don't be like that. He says, instead, go up into, your, up into your upper room and close the door and pray where just God the Father can hear you. And he says the same about fasting. He says, when the hypocrites fast, they contort their face and they make it so obvious that they're fasting because they want to get some glory out of it. When Jesus says, when you're fasting, don't let anybody know. Just fast. Go about your normal day. Be normal. And I think sometimes as Christians, we kind of mix this up a little bit too because we, I think we have this little thing, it's kind of a Christian hierarchy. Or at least I have it. Maybe nobody else does. But where, you know, different people just look more holy than others and, and we kind of want to, you know, we want to be known as, as someone who has it all together and somebody who who is a great follower of Christ and who prays really well. And, and so we sometimes get caught doing these, you know, trying to do everything not for God's glory, but for, for our own personal glory. And I think that's a treasure that we're storing up here on earth. Because let's face it, if, if you look good and if people think you're a really great person, then they're going to, you know, you'll probably be looked after better. If something happens to you, you'll have people to come and, and it's a, it's a personal treasure we store up here, but that's not going to last either. Because ultimately, Jesus says, everything we do and everything we have should be done and should be had for God's glory. And so, um, one more verse near the end of chapter 6. Uh, Jesus says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. So he's talked about prayer, and he's talked about fasting, and then he's talked about this treasure portion we have. And then he talks about worry, which, make sure you go home and read that. And then he says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. And I believe that as, as followers of Jesus, that if we seek first his kingdom, and if we take 
our possessions and everything we have, and we open it to him and we say, Jesus, this is yours, then I know he'll look after us. Because it says that all these things will be added unto us. And as our Father, God will, he'll provide and he'll look after us because he loves us. So, I believe the only, we always have options, but I believe really the only good option is to say, God, everything I have is yours. Every single thing, I realize you've given it to me and I want to, I want to give it back to you and I want to say you can use it however you want. And I know and I believe and I trust that as I do that and as I seek first your kingdom, then all that, you know, it will be added unto me and I'll, I will get by well. And so I'm going to pray and Reese is going to come up and share a benediction. And then we will be done this morning. So I told you I'd be pretty quick. It's not too bad. Lord, thank you for all these people and thank you that they have allowed us as a youth group to come and to to uh, minister here in the service and to, to play music and to be greeters and make coffee and, and be ushers and do the sound and the PowerPoint and come and speak. Lord, thank you for the blessing that they've been to us. And I pray that as we go home today, Lord, if we have any treasures in our life that need to um, be rooted out, I guess, Lord, I pray that you'd reveal those to us. Lord, I pray that we would take the things that we have and we would submit those to you. Lord, that we'd be faithful stewards of everything you've given us. So pray that you bless each one here. Bless Emmanuel Baptist Church. And bless all the good works they're doing in this community. And thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. mentioned that Mary still did the coffee wherever she is. We don't usually thank her for doing that, but so cool. All right, so Jude, verses 24 and 25. Would you guys all stand as we read this? To him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you before his glorious presence without fault and with great joy, to the only God, our Savior, be glory, majesty, power, and authority through Jesus Christ, our Lord, before all ages, now and forevermore. Amen.